Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Let's begin the Sour Z News. With NFL legend Brett Favre this morning. Brett Favre. Um, wow. Favre. This- <laughs> Favre. Favre. Uh, I, just, I just remember there's something about Mary. <laughs> and what's his face? Oh, yeah, yeah. Good enough of Favre. So, he was <laughs> arguably at his best professionally between 1995 and 1998. And that's also when he was at his worst personally. He just did an interview with Sports Illustrated. He went to rehab three times during the mid-90s for drug and alcohol addictions. And nobody knew. How is that and possible? I, in this day and age, that's not possible. But 95 to 98, it, uh, he got away with it. So the first time he went in was 1993 or 94 for Vicodin. Second time was also for pills in 1995. The first year he won the MVP award. He said, quote, that was an MVP year for me. But that year when I woke up in the morning, my first thought was, I got to get more pills. Mm. I was the MVP on a pain, bill, pain pill buzz. He was also binge drinking at the time. He wouldn't admit to having a drinking problem at that time. So maybe it's not surprising that he went back to rehab in 1998. That time it was only for alcohol. When he got out, he started realizing how alcohol was ingrained in his life. He realized the only reason he played golf was to drink. And he'd think, how many beers can we drink in 18 holes? He won three straight MVPs, 1995 to 1997, and he won his only Super Bowl in the 1996 season. Well, he played so well because he was feeling no pain. Right. Yep. You know? Well, that's just, wow. Think Isn't that wild? It, it really you, is. If you were getting hit, because I've heard oh. that most professional sports people say that Every after every game, it feels like you've been in a car accident. Like just how many times everyone is oh, hitting I can and remember. getting hit. I dated a, a my high school sweetheart played college ball, and he, after a game, couldn't move, just beaten and battered. Really? Like, oh, mm-hmm. bruised all that. And he he was a def- he was a defensive back. He was one doing the hitting. You know, yeah. it's awful. Well, no matter how you feel about shoving patriotism down people's throats, the NFL wants players to stop kneeling for the national anthem. And that is a fact. If they were cool with it, Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed wouldn't be unemployed right now. However, it remains to be seen whether they'll actually do anything about it. The NFL owners talked about it at a meeting yesterday, and Sports Illustrated said one idea they talked about was this, that the home team would decide whether the teams even come out for the anthem. And if they do, any players that kneel would earn a 15-yard penalty for their team on its first possession. Other possibilities include allowing each team to implement its own policy, clearing the field of all football personnel while the anthem is played, instructing players who don't want to stand to just remain in the locker room. Slapping fines on players who don't stand was one that was brought up. 
adding language and contracts to force them to stand or just leaving the current policy in place. And the league's current policy, by the way, is that players should stand, but they aren't required to do so. By the way, what were you going to say? I, You know, I think the best way to approach this, and this would be me if I was in the decision-making <laughs> process, just let them do whatever they feel they need to do and just move on. Don't talk about it. Right. I know. Move on just with your talk life. talk about it. Seriously. Just let them do it. And it's not that you're ignoring them or their message. It's just not consuming you. Right. Or your broadcast or the game. You know? No, I'm with you. One shouldn't mm-hmm. have to do anything to do with the other. By the way, quick announcement to the lactose intolerant community. Um... <laughs> If I offer you ice cream and you can't have any, just say no thank you. I want to silence the lactose intolerant. I don't need to know the havoc dairy products are going to wreak on your bowels right before I'm about to dig into my rocky road. Are we clear? Are we good? You didn't win an award. You got to work it into every conversation. Why would you ever bring it up? You can feel them wanting to bring it up. They're like trying to work it into the conversation. It's like double dutch for them. They're like... <laughs> you could be at a buffet table. You just feel it. They're like, oh, what is that? That looks yummy, but I probably can't have that. You want to know why? Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Why? <laughs> no, I don't care why. I have no interest in totally intolerant of lactose. Sorry, I just... It's just better for both of us, just so you know. It's out there. I'm lactose intolerant. (laughs) And I do CrossFit. (laughs) That's it. That's all I wanted to say. I don't want to say any more. You know, when I was first diagnosed L.I., I... (laughs) Lactose intolerant. It didn't exist 30 years ago. You can't name one person who was lactose intolerant 30 years ago because it did not exist. Actually, it did. It's called a tummy ache. <laughs> 641. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Yeah, since we're talking about food, everyone's got at least one food they simply cannot eat, whether they're, you know, they've got some kind of food allergy or they just don't like it. And for Tom Brady... It's strawberries. Hmm. Strawberry. Yeah, is he allergic to them? I wonder. No. Does he break out in hives? It's he just hates it. He doesn't even like the smell. The texture. I mean, it has to be a good fresh strawberry. I mean, I'm not a big fan of the ones that are hard and ugh. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon hates mayonnaise. Michelle Obama hates beets. Martha Stewart hates truffle oil. Why? It's delish. 
I know. What is wrong with her? And here she calls herself a lifestyle expert. Gordon Ramsay hates pineapple on his pizza. Oh, that's also good. How about this? Chrissy Teigen hates Nutella. How do you ah, hate Nutella? Yeah. It's, it's a jar of frosting. How could you hate that? <laughs> I know. There is a Nutella bar at this place called Italy, which is I just was a... just there. Oh, did you go? We were in Italy. Oh, yes, isn't that we place were. great? That was something. That's overstimulating. Yeah. And There's they've a got, lot going on They've there. got a couple in New York. they got uh-huh, one in Chicago, uh-huh. one in Boston, a few other major cities around the world. I was just there in Chicago, yep. Uh, Khloe Kardashian has a thing for, uh, about pork. Kelly Clarkson hates Brussels sprouts. See, I'm right there with Kelly Clarkson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Queen Elizabeth does not like garlic. Wow. Yeah. That's just hard. Fascinating. Just cannot do garlic of any kind. I know. So, anyway, thought you mm. might find that entertaining. Very much so. So, the new bachelorette, Becca. We remember Becca. She was engaged to Ari. And then Ari just flips on a dime. Decides he doesn't want to be engaged to her. He wants to be engaged to the blonde chick. So, off Ari went and he broke Becca's heart. We had to sit and watch the entire thing unfold when it he dumped awful, her. It was awful, remember? It was so painful to watch. I just felt so bad for her and she kept telling him to leave and he kept sitting there and she was laying on the bathroom <sighs> floor telling him to get out of her just apartment go. and he kept going can we just talk about it no yeah. get out what is there to talk about you you want to be with her leave me alone i just want to make sure you're okay <sighs> i'm not leave what do you think i'm gonna do <laughs> there's a whole camera crew here i'll be better if you Fine. leave right. Yeah. right well her season Kicks off on Monday. It's already filmed. The filming is done. It's over. And yep, she does get engaged. Yay. She has come right out and said that. She is so in love. She is so happy. And she understands Ari a lot better now. She has some compassion for Ari. Because like Ari, she does develop feelings for more than one of the bachelors. And she is grateful that Ari was strong enough to realize he had made a mistake and that she wasn't the one he really was supposed to be with because it allowed her to come on this show and find the one for her. Yay! So So she now knows what it's like to be in love with two people at one time. Or three or four. We don't know how many because, you know, this is the most exciting season of The Bachelorette. (laughs) We do have a Cincinnatian on there, though. His name is Mike. Twenty-seven. So he's a sports analyst. He's the one that kind of has like the longer hair. He's got mm-hmm. the man bun. Chris Rocking Harrison bun. was describing him as um, if you guys ever watched a movie about a surfer guy in the 90s, early 2000s. <laughs> he said that's Mike. He's our dude. That's what he was saying. All right. But I'm excited. Like, how do we not know who this man is? And he lives here. Hello. Give us a call, Mike. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.